This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Rich Brimshaw, putting the P in podcasting through the relentless daily practice because if I don't practice, I don't get better. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes, a journey I began 333 days ago on February 20th of 2021. You can find more of these environmentally friendly, ethically sourced, and 100% sustainable podcast episodes at my website, dailypodcastpractice.com. This podcast is made possible by Wikipedia. No, they don't sponsor it, but they make it possible because without them, I just couldn't do this gig. Next time they ask for a donation, think about that. During the last 24 hours, the United States Geological Survey reported just six earthquakes in the lower 48 states and Alaska. The strongest was a magnitude 4.5 way out on the western end of the Aleutian Islands of Alaska. The outlier for today was a magnitude 2.9 that was 26 kilometers south southeast of Virginia City, Montana. That's 16 miles for those who prefer the United States customary units. Virginia City is in the extreme southwest corner of Montana. I think that's where all the dental floss farms are. The largest seismic event recorded in the world in the last 24 hours was a magnitude 5.4 earthquake in the South Atlantic Ocean, hundreds, maybe even thousands of miles southwest of the Horn of Africa, way out in nowhere. So if it bothered anything, it was just the fishes and the whales, maybe. According to the collective genius that is nationaltoday.com, today is National Tin Can Day, and that's a day worthy of our attention. Let's take a look at the at, at the tin can. Let's go way back to the 1700s. 1795, the French army had offered a prize of 12,000 francs for a new method to preserve food. After all, an army marches on its stomach, right? In 1806, a guy named Nicholas Opper, A-P-P-E-R, and I'm going to go Opper, not Aper, but Opper presented a selection of bottled fruits and vegetables using a method that he had developed. But he didn't win anything. Fifteen years later, though, in 1810, the Bureau of Arts and Manufacturers of the Ministry of the Interior of France gave him an ex gratia payment of 12,000 francs on the condition that he make his process public. And good old Nicky said, Oh, heck yeah, I'll do that. He accepted that offer, and he published a book describing his process that year, and the title of the book was The Art of Preserving Animal and Vegetable Substances. This was the first book of its kind on modern food preservation methods. Nicky Boy never understood why his method worked. It, it involved applying heat to various vegetables and then sealing them up, and he just knew that this worked. And it was so simple that it very quickly became widespread. In 1810, the British inventor and merchant Peter Durand patented his own method, but this time he used a tin can, not bottles. And so he created the modern-day process of canning foods. In 1812, Englishmen Brian Duncan and John Hall purchased both patents and began producing preserves. 
And of course, today, tin cans are this staple container in kitchen cupboards and refrigerators and pantries and grocery stores. You have at least one whole aisle in a grocery store dedicated to just canned goods. It's a big deal, and it's important. The development of the canning process and canned food is up there, in my mind, with electricity and antibiotics and the Internet as major advances for mankind. So, so happy National Tin Can Day, y'all. On this day in 1861, the great state of Georgia seceded from the Union. According to the website georgiaencyclopedia.org, on January 16, 1861, the officially elected delegates of a special convention to address the issue of secession gathered in Milledgeville, Georgia, which was at that time the capital of the state. The rules and procedures for the meeting were established on the very first day, and the politicking ensued for several days. But there was a final vote taken at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on January the 19th and the delegates voted 208 to 89 to secede. And the convention president, George W. Crawford, proclaimed Georgia officially seceded from the Union. That was a big deal, apparently, at the time. It was a major event that kind of swayed the, uh, the advent of the Civil War, I think. Born on this day in 1736 in Greenwich, Scotland, inventor, mechanical engineer, and chemist, James Watt. Jimmy's best known for his work with steam engines. Now, he didn't invent steam engines or the steam engine. That was done many years before. Let's see, that was done in 1712 by Thomas Newcomb. Jimmy just improved the efficiency, vastly improved the efficiency of the Newcomb engine. And it's not really easy to explain how he did that or why he did that unless we get really deep in the weeds of thermodynamics. Of try that again, Rich. Thermodynamics, and I don't think we want to go there. Though thermodynamics is a fascinating subject, and I thoroughly enjoyed learning about it as an undergraduate engineering student. Even though I enjoyed it and it was fun, it was hard. It was really hard. I remember sitting for hours with my fellow students after class trying to understand that stuff, and it was only because of the fact that we got together and studied together that I made it through. And I made it through pretty well, and I learned a lot. All right, I'm digressing. Let's get back to Jimmy Watt. He improved the engine, right? And then he went into business with a partner, and he made a lot of money. All right, good for you, Jimmy Watt. And by the way, the international unit of power, the Watt, W-A-T-T, is named after him. You know 60-watt bulbs and 75-watt bulbs. The Watt, that's it, the unit of power that's named after James Watt. James Watt died in Birmingham, England on August 25th of 1819. He was 83 years old. So happy birthday, Jimmy. More power to you. Did you see what I did there? More power? Yeah, you probably got that. All right, that's all I have for today. So that's a wrap. Let's stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 